0: This is Frank Skinner. Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Hello, this is Frank Skinner on uh, Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Um, You can't text us, I'm afraid. We're not live on this occasion. But um, you can still follow us at Frank on the radio on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Or, of course, that old standby. You can uh, email us via the Absolute Radio website. Um, Hiya guys
1: Hello (laughs) I thought (laughs) thought I'd start off
0: (laughs) I'd start off with it Make it sound a bit like glee
2: I felt it It felt like we worked in a sort of leisure centre
1: Yeah, exactly (laughs) I think it it worked Because I I was chirpy in return Which is not my natural style No, no, if I I led you into chirpy this early
0: Mm. I'd feel my (laughs) my work here is done Yeah Brilliant I I, I sneered
2: which, you know, might, some might say is my natural style,
0: though. <laughs> oh, calm now. Um, I, we were just um, I, uh, talking. Uh, can I just say I'm, 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 cry- I'm actually crying from one eye because I'm sitting here with, uh, in, my, uh, in, in the upper room. I'm going to call it the north room. <laughs> and um, I, I've got the doors open because it's, it's, uh, it's quite warm here. And um, I've just had a dandelion seed go in my eye. Oh, now fine. I don't know what the implication. I've been pollinated as I sit here. Whoa. Essentially,
1: yeah. it's not my material catchphrase, but what are the chances of that happening? Eh? I know yeah. it is. And what if I have some sort of dandelion grow
0: in my uh,
2: cranial?
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, I don't know. They I don't know how quickly they sprout up. It's all right. I can either see a, an eye surgeon or a rabbit to have it <laughs> oh. removed
2: frank the other good thing about dandelions is that you know on the plus side just a cath will just blow in your ear and it will be gone she'll just have to keep up maintenance well i'll have to
0: wait to it to go to seed i mean what about the yellow um petaled (laughs) section
2: wait for it to go to seed.
0: (laughs) a few i don't think she'll have to wait very long oh (laughs) guess what (laughs) guess what i'm already there um have you ever eaten a dandelion
2: no, I haven't. Wrong. But I believe they're often on the menu in sort of Heston Blumenthal type places, aren't I
0: they? I mean, like from a from a park. Oh. No, I mean pick one up and because they have a very enticing. When you break the stem of a, of a um, dandelion, they have an enticing milk. Yeah, I don't know if you ever noticed that. Yeah, and I thought, oh, I bet that's nectar. That is the nectar of the dandelion. It is one of the most bitter things I've ever tasted in my life. It, it's not as good as um, Ben Shaw's Dandelion and Burdock. No, it's not. In I don't know where, how they make that. I don't even know what Burdock is, but <laughs> I, bet, I bet it's never seen a dandelion. I bet there isn't even a dandelion in the adjoining waste ground to the factory that makes mm. Dandelion and Burdock. That's how close I think it gets. Did you meet
2: the dandelion, Um, just a little bit of further background info, quite like, in adulthood or childhood?
0: I would say in the interim. um, I was probably... um, Adolescence? Yeah, 17 maybe. (laughs) Quite, quite old. Yeah, it's that point where the... um, the recklessness of childhood uh, begins to become the sobriety of an adulthood and then like the cavalry arriving here comes alcohol and (laughs) takes you back to um back to back to start return to start yeah so it was um i can tell you other things i've eaten but uh they were very unhygienic um indeed as was everything in the West Midlands, of course, because it was all covered in a fine coating of chemicals from the local <laughs> um, uninhibited um, chimneys. Wow! We were just discussing um, kettle uh, bells. The when yes. I say we, I mean the Al was. Um, equipment. Yeah, Al, Al was. Yes. How many have you got, Al? If you don't, is that a question one shouldn't ask?
1: Whoa! Um, uh, yeah, I, I probably have a, a few. Four, five, six, Four. maybe. There's a saying in the ukulele
0: world, nobody has one ukulele, and I was figuring it was probably the same with kettlebells. Mm. Is, is, has it come along? This is what I want to know, and you can chew this over in, in the break and then come back with a, with a... You can write on both sides of the paper.
1: I'm looking um, forward to this. <laughs> I'm not. Is
0: it, did it come about from people lifting a heavy kettle by with two hands by the handle and thinking, you know, (laughs) if we could get the spillage element out of this, this could be quite a a successful exercise item. Stick around for the reply to that. (laughs) Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, Those of you who were with us for the previous link will know that I left you on something of a cliffhanger. Um, And I asked um, resident He-Man... Um, Alan Cochran if the kettlebell originated from someone picking up a heavy kettle of of water and thought, you know, this with modifications,
1: this could be a successful exercise item You know, this sets up a very difficult precedent for me because when live gigging returns, people are going to come along to my show and go He's not the resident he-man, he's a gangly bloke in his mid-40s. Well, that's (laughs) why they would be very mistaken,
0: because I think you have the look of... Do you remember Brad Pitt in that... um, Who was the guy who was married to Madonna?
2: Oh, Sean Penn?
0: No, the the English... Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. And there's a film where, um, where Brad Pitt plays a sort of a street fighter character. Oh, yes, yes oh. it's called Smash.
2: The film I believe. Yeah, reading. and he's
0: very lean, but he looks, you know, lean, lean. He's the lean, mean, uh, lean, green, mean machine. I'm sorry, I'm it's reading this from the back of them. my. I'm reading this from the back of my George <laughs> Foreman um, toaster. <laughs>
1: Anyway, the the kettlebell, what do you know? The kettlebell, I don't think, evolved from people filling up kettles with water and then thinking, you know what, if we could seal this at the top, this would be a handy workout. I believe that they were originally weights that were used at Russian food markets, so they would put them onto one side of the scale.
2: Oh, is that
1: right? And then people started exercising with them, and then the rest, as they say, is probably history.
2: Well, I hope not well, in the that... middle of the food market. I mean, that's can
0: inappropriate. I, can, I, can I stop you there? I've, I've been doing a lot of tidy. I will come back to this, but I've been doing a lot of tidying. And one thing I've found is lots of uh, old notebooks of mine with very little, like three pages filled in, of mm. stand-up, uh, potential stand-up jokes. And, and, and I'm going to read this out because I, I wrote it down. I found a notebook that had only one line written in it. And um, let me t- It said, "It's this is what it said." Um, Advances in snooker technology: colon the rest is history. Very good. I wow. was really pleased. Why, why, why haven't I built on that? There's a sitcom in there. There's Definitely. been sic- <laughs> no, There's been comedy shows on be- built on less than
1: that.
2: Yeah. Successful. There's series. been careers built on less than that. I'd yeah, like to see that
1: sitcom. Perhaps with a cameo from Peter Ebden. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> also, yeah. Maybe go uh, go back a bit. Dennis
0: Taylor is a natural comedian, of course. I tell it who's, mm. who's funny. Uh, John Verger. Yes, I saw him live at Warwick University. He was uh, very. He, he 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 bent down for a long read, and um, Vienna was on the uh, jukebox, and a, a, an obviously drunken student. Start, this was in a this was in a different room. Just went, It means nothing to me <laughs> joining in. And John Virgo, without looking up, said, I used to love that song. And then just potted <laughs> this long red. <laughs> <laughs> very, very fine indeed. I liked
2: it when they made Snooker Cool briefly in the eighties. Chaz and Dave yeah. got involved, didn't they? Yeah.
0: Snooker Loopy, yeah. Yeah. Wait, it, well, that, that was the golden the golden age. Of- <laughs> if, yeah. anyone, uh, if anyone listening, by the way, I know this is a long shot, but if anyone, listening. Has, has anyone uh, listening has discovered an ex- uh, any writing that they've done in, like, from an old diary or something which is uh, stuck in their memory, I would love to hear it because it's great because one of the advantages of getting old, and there aren't many, is that when you read your old jokes, they're completely new to you because, of course, you've totally forgotten them. Um, uh, I remember I had a diary that only had one, word, one line in it. Just January the 1st, it said, there can, there can be no love without the fear of losing. Mm. Um, I hadn't quite worked up the uh, material at <laughs> that point. <part. laughs> <laughs> we, we were talking about um, discovering things that you wrote in the past. Um, mm. Like you know, notebooks, diaries, stuff like that. Emmy, you've got one, haven't you?
2: Well, I have. I will say, in the interest of full disclosure, I have shared this publicly before. But you know, that's all right. Uh, you're my family. I can I can share it with you as well because I don't think I've told you about this. But I did a lot of. Um... You never read page three, girls saying that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whatever stage well, page, page th- three girls? I oh, was well, yeah. a documentary on recently, which I, uh, I recorded and haven't yet watched. Can I say, bit, bit very sleazy. much at the instruction of my partner. I was um, going to say, a will... bit
2: sleazy if you recorded it for personal viewing. I don't, well, actually, funny, can, I,
0: can I combine these uh, twin themes of sleazy and finding writing from the past? I found a diary of mine from 1982, I think it was. And one of the entries said, a woman, there was a woman streaker at the rugby yesterday. I think I might be in love.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you.
0: No. There's a the thing that Dandy Nichols used to say on um, <laughs> um, Till Death Us Do Part when Alf Garney was set, and she'd just go, pig. And that's, <laughs> I said that of myself, pig
2: oh I might have to borrow that I'm having that pig <laughs> yes um so I have previously shared this with uh, Rhys James on his podcast but um, I'm going to share it with you I wrote this um, when I was about 10 I think and I've just called it so this is creative writing I'll just read you the first paragraph <laughs> these are some letters that were found in a spacecraft
0: Li lie oh, already I love it so far
2: dear Maria it is now Monday the 20th August 1000 I know. I'm sorry. I thought that was the future. Oh,
0: God. I said Anglo-Saxon <laughs> theme. It's really dragging me in sci-fi, Anglo-Saxon.
2: I have not told you, but I have decided to explore Venus more thoroughly.
0: Hmm. It's, it's not it? From, uh, uh, that's a quote from the Fireball XL5 script, I think. <laughs> Anyone who gets that as, will, uh, is welcome to it. As Peter
2: Macaulay you know that rather nice man who also works as a guard at the national buckingham palace museum with me as i write this letter i'm writing to you purely because i feel comforted as i do if you receive this letter through the new solar system post then please try and write back to me the earth seems galaxies away
0: oh brilliant Oh, hey, you were 10. i was 10. can i, I s- say what amazes me about this is I never heard of a McAuley until um, Cloud McAuley yeah. played for Chelsea. Or I think he's now known as iCloud yes. <laughs> Um But this, if it was 10 years ago, with all, with all due respect, and I realise I'm on way for thin ice here, but I wouldn't have thought Claude McAuley was in the public eye. So where on no. earth did
2: where you did get I that get surname that from? from? It's extraordinary, isn't it? He does it say afterwards, um, he says, it seems like only yesterday we were driving cars instead of Space Transport Limited. Moscow oh. now. Peter needs help with the controls. Yours truly, Max. I like it, though. Yeah,
0: <laughs> actually like it? Especially if you were like, street. as you are, I think as Mark Gatiss once established, British sci-fi royalty, because she was in there yes. at the Triffids. It gives it, yeah. it's like, um, you know, you've got a pedigree. Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. Of course, it, you're not the, not the only one in your house with a pedigree. I realise that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. Um,
2: I'm glad you enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. And I've just had a text from uh, Erica Rowe. No, oh. I haven't. Erica Rowe was the streaker, <laughs> the rugby streaker.
2: <laughs> she sat in the streaking chair, definitely.
0: Oh, she was in the streaking chair for a long time.
1: Frank Skinner.
0: It was, um, it was Father's Day uh, last Sunday. I don't know if you're uh, aware of this. Congratulations. I mm-hmm. But um, I was asked um, what, I, what I'd like. And normally we'd go out for a meal, but, you know, strange times. And so... Um, Unprecedented. Unprecedented. Yeah, I asked for a, uh, a picnic in the garden. That's what I nice. wanted. Lovely. And um, the, the centrepiece of it was a, a, a big pork pie, which obviously pork pie is, it's always good. A big pork pie, and it had Dad, D-A-D, in block capitals, in, in relief on the top of the oh, cross.
2: that's Lovely
0: it was um oh, it was really and a teonic reminder um, i had a flashback to my childhood and do you remember malted milk biscuits
2: yeah oh i loved those
0: yeah they used to have did uh, <laughs> they have a cow two, on them frank two well they had two cows on in no. fact they were they directly refuted the folklore belief that you can tell when it's going to rain because cows lie down. Because one of the cows was, to use the heraldic term, one was (laughs) rampant and the other one was (laughs) (laughs) couchant. As if they were expecting um, a mixed (laughs) day. So there's a foregrounded cow and then a cow, which is either a calf or it's further away.
2: You're absolutely the right. The foreground cow was a bit more like sort of dossing at his friends. He'd gone round, he was just chilling out, wasn't he? I remember the, that the foreground f- cow. The
0: foreground cow, if lit correctly, <laughs> this is how, the re- how much relief. It wasn't in completely high relief, but it was in uh, it, the, 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 the occasion of a sin of malted milk biscuits. It, it was a bit like Rodan's Gates of Hell. Is that the, th- the images were raised up from the background, and uh-huh. if it was lit uh, uh, in the in the, in the correct way, the, the the cow in the foreground cast a shadow, which was wow. um, really quite uh, quite, quite special. Did yeah. it have
2: cornicing, some sort of lattice work? Yes, it did. It, it had yes. exactly that.
0: You know, it was mm. sort of framed. Lovely. There was variance as well. <laughs>
1: um, I think. I'm th- uh, I go, thought when go your poetry on. Call, uh, podcast has run its course, perhaps you could do a biscuit podcast with this <laughs> well, level I Well, worry, I
0: worry about middle-aged men talking about biscuits, but this one is more... <laughs> I'm talking about art that happened to be on a biscuit. Yeah. I see. I think um, malted milk biscuits were um, one of the pioneers of 3D. <laughs>
2: yes.
0: I don't but think you know- now we'd be watching Thor 3D if it wasn't for malted milk. Biscuit. i
2: love the attention to detail that someone had a meeting several meetings about the visual design of that someone yep. said let's put a sort of gilt frame on it effect
0: yeah well i tell you what i don't want to stick my neck out but i think i have a vague memory of variants. i think there might have been one that featured a churn
2: oh shut up is there a bit on the
0: nose isn't it i like the <laughs> idea of milk <laughs> As a sort of a vague, vaguely associated with the creatures. I don't want to see a churn on it. Do you know what I mean? That's what i going to see next. Nose, Someone
2: on a milking stool, grass. Yeah, that's no like, thanks. you know,
0: you, you don't want uh, scenes from the abattoir <laughs> on your beefsteak. <laughs> I reckon you could do a robbing. You could actually do a robbing of a malted milk biscuit. <laughs> yeah. If you had a wax crayon and a piece of uh, white paper, I'm going to try that. Uh, you can still get them, can't you? I hope so. Oh,
2: I'm sure you can.
0: Uh, I'm I'm confident that you can. I think steaks should have um like a bull on, slightly in relief on the front. You know what you're getting? <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute radio.
2: You're talking about the uh, the malted milk cows, Frank. Of course yes. we are. I'd like to draw your attention to something, which is the other most famous cow food character is the laughing cow, obviously. The laughing cow, the spreadable cheese Oh you know, yes, the triangles. Yes. Now, that cow, you see, the malted milk cow was very rural, almost sort of council-esque. Yeah, it was stately,
0: yeah. They had a grandeur about it.
2: It was a pastoral scene in a, in a gilt frame, almost. Whereas the Laughing Cow was a really louche character. I mean, sort of earrings, it had kind of yeah. earrings and oh, a very that. red face. Do you remember that?
0: Oh, now be careful. This... It might have escaped from a cosmetics experimenting on animals <laughs> laboratory.
1: <laughs> Because <laughs> cows would definitely be a cheap animal to do that test on, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, they've got big lashes, though. I can see
0: they are that for, yes. ma- for, um, for mascara, you could yeah. do a lot worse right. than a cow, I don't think I'll this say. is
2: a good road for us. No, probably
0: not. OK. <laughs> it's called a joke.
2: Do you remember I- those? it <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs>
1: Whatever happened to...
0: Yeah, that's what we should do, whatever happened Jokes. to. They might think we were just... Um, Making some sort of confession I do, about but, the show. Well,
2: exactly. <laughs> um, so the laughing cow, yes, a slightly more aggressive um, character. I always felt than the lovel- the malted milk was. There was something very calming about oh,
1: that particular. I didn't particular- see the laughing. I didn't see the laughing cow as aggressive. I, if anything, I have envy at people that, you know, laugh so readily. <laughs> Well, Do you ever have that? Like sometimes. Laugh and I'm, cheese. You know, sometimes I'm walking <laughs> along the street and I'll see one of those people that's just beaming, and I'll think, God, some people just look really happy when they're in neutral. Yeah, I, I,
0: I don't like. It. I'm one of those people who people say, "Cheer up, Frank." and yeah. Strangers say to me, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm very unsettled by people who are like Professor Brian Cox.
1: Yeah. Brilliant.
0: Perpetual sort of. I watched some of that The Planets today. Yeah, and uh, last came it. This not funny. There's nothing. Nothing about. <laughs> what are you grinning about? I don't know. Of course, he was a, in a band, so who knows? There who are knows certain going people on that there?
2: permanently wear the expression of someone just caught on the big screen at a football match. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They see their face at a baseball game, sorry, and they they get they look sort of sort of pleased in a slightly bemused way.
0: I wonder if The Laughing Cow began at, a, at the advertisers' meeting, if mm. someone had the idea of a more expanded pond, The Laughing Cow-Valier. And it was going to be a cow, but in a, like a oh. sort of a, a ornamental outfit and a hat and all that. And people said, like, <laughs> and then people said, "Oh, I don't know if, if people are familiar <laughs> with the original um, artwork. Is mm. there any way we can simplify it? And someone said, we well, could just say laughing cow. And when they said it, they didn't even think people would go with it. It was the bloke who'd had the laughing cow valley and he was actually saying it in a sulky, oh, well, let's have a, just a stupid thing like the laughing cow. And then, of course, um, they went, oh, yeah, that's much better. And that's how we ended up with some terrible comic shortfall from <laughs> the original uh, plan, which is actually quite clever, I think. He was going to do a series of, of various animals uh, based on... Um, based on that the Moo Moon Lisa was uh, I think <laughs> one oh. of <laughs> one of his <laughs> oh, oh, you, never what, you never know what's down there if you dig deep <laughs> this
1: is Frank Skinner this is Absolute Radio
0: Hello, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Uh, You can't text us today because we're not live, I'm sorry, but, you know, circumstances. You can, however, still follow us at Frank on the radio on uh, Twitter and um, Instagram. And, of course, you can email us via the Absolute Radio website. Now, I've had a a bit of... um, a bit of technical uh, things is that I was looking at my charger lead for my, I'm going to call it smartphone. Yeah. Because it's the only time mm-hmm. e- people ever say smartphone is if they're trying <laughs> not to say the brand of it. Um, my smartphone lead, I noticed just a couple of days ago, looked um, a little bit um, exposed. Uh, do you remember in, in comics like TV21 when you would get... Um, say, Thunderbird 1, and there'd be a cutaway so that mm. you could see the in- internal workings <laughs> of it. I loved those <laughs> cutaway drawings. I love it less on an electrical item and next to my bed.
2: Yes. So Ooh.
0: I put a picture of it, and I thought there might be someone watching um, who was a bit um, apple-y, if you know what I mean, uh-huh. who yes. could tell me whether it's safe, because I don't want to... But This has got a good long lead on this one, which I, I, I like a long lead on a.
2: On a charger. You're a long lead in general from what I've heard from your friends in the S&M community. Um, Yes.
0: A long lead on a charger (laughs) was something that I think (laughs) Sir Lancelot recommended (laughs) to me. Uh,
2: We've had some responses. I'm not sure how technical they are. Whiskey Mm. Gift Guide has replied to us on Instagram and said, I think so. It's low voltage, isn't it? But I'm no electrician.
0: Oh, is it? So okay. I, couldn't get, I couldn't get anything. I, I couldn't be thrown across the room.
2: Well, Mia's Pork Products says... Um,
0: <laughs>
2: I, I know. I feel Whiskey your pain. Whiskey
0: gift guide I like. <laughs> I always like the way you get... You know alcohol that comes in a box, like
1: yeah. a cardboard box. We, we seem to be that. hearing back from a picnic rather than an <laughs> <Yes>. actual <laughs> Exactly. <people. laughs> exactly.
2: Seems to be hearing from an afternoon in your house, Frank, in the so uh, what, 70s. What, what,
0: who is it? Melton Mowbray?
2: This is uh, Mears Pork Products. Oh, maybe oh, okay. it is in relation to the... Maybe you're the new pork pie ambassador, Frank, without oh. realising it.
0: God, I'd love that job.
2: Oh, man, oh, yeah. I feel your pain. Uh, all our cables look like that, though. All official ones, and I'm still alive.
0: Oh, OK. okay. So, so, do you think the jury? representative of actually a company that's involved in the port business? Because all our cable sounds like a man who's got a lot of cables at his disposal. Could it be, cable guy? <laughs> is, that, is that who we're actually talking
1: to?
2: But then Jay Hazlitt says... I wouldn't leave it unattended or overnight.
1: Yes. Which is slightly more alarming news.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I once gave a £1,000 to uh, a fund to build a new headstone for William Hazlitt. Did you? Yeah, The writer, yeah.
1: That's a good anecdote. (laughs) I mean, tell if it's a good one. I, I haven't got a similar anecdote
0: about... You William Hazlitt's headstone. You haven't, you haven't given to any headstone um, funds.
1: <laughs> Certainly, I haven't given them <laughs> a thousand pounds. <laughs> you, yeah. Uh,
0: so, yeah, well, I, it was a time when my, my career was um, booming. Like thousand pounds, I'd spend that on a good cigar.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, can I say I I feel my donation to headstone funds is I'm done. Okay, thank you.
0: Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. See this. I can make artistic, that joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You can make it, but I'm never quite sure what the response should be. Laughter's fine. I'm glad I can't see you, simple as that. <laughs> <laughs> and I never think that, um, oh. in any other context. Um, have, have we had any, is there any other outside world activity? We've had some malted milk
2: responses. Oh, good. I mean, good. I never thought I'd be saying that in this day and age.
0: Think, I'm sure they're still available, malted milk.
1: We haven't mm. had that many malted milk responses. We've had muted malted milk responses. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you want to hear them? Yeah. Yes. and M says there were sporting-themed malted biscuits long time ago. and then
0: I, and a- I remember those, but they weren't part of the same family, were they, as malted milk? Wouldn't it be well, great if we found out if M&M... Hadn't taken that name because of Mar- Mar- Marshall Mathers, because he loved malted milk biscuits. <laughs> that, oh, man, that would have me so happy.
1: Oh. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
0: On the, uh, on the subject of finding things that you've written, notes, diary entries, etc., when you tidy up, and it's been a lot of tidying up in, in lockdown, obviously. Um I found, I've found i I've am holding one in my hand, a notebook that I bought in Barcelona. It's even got like a Spanish um sticker on the back. And on one page I have just written uh dot com. Ah You know there was a seed. There was a seed. Mm-hmm. What so was long. that a sort of
2: documentary where where um, Ju- the actress June Brown attempted to guide silver surfers through the business of going online?
0: Oh, I like it.
2: Okay, we were just it.
0: talking about um, our our assistant producer Faye. Mm. I'm very keen that she either <laughs> does a a, um, a podcast or something called Oh Faye, as in Love the uh, French term. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it to me, it almost doesn't matter what it's about, if the title's that good. Yeah. So, a yeah. Um, bit of homework there, Faye. For you. <laughs>
1: um, you were discussing last week uh, about remembering fires that had a little bowl of water next to them. Is that? Um, oh, yes. Is that a fair appraisal of... Uh... Well, let me tell you, I had a bit of
0: a shock about that because I always associated it. It used to go in people's houses and they had gas or electric fires and a small bowl of water was supposed to uh, moisten the air. It's what Mm -hmm. the the modern-day humidifier.
1: Mm. But
0: then I had a text from um, the the nabob of Absolute Radio, um, um, Paul Sylvester, and he told me that he's, I think it was his... Dad, or his granddad, um, used to have one next to the coal fire.
1: What? And I thought
0: a coal fire brought its own moisture. Um, But, I I mean, I I could have been wrong. Is it true that if you press coal really hard, it turns into a diamond?
1: Yes, pressure makes diamonds.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow.
1: Oh, have have think really the, strong.
0: When I think of the money that slipped through my hands over the year, <laughs> making that <laughs> morning fire.
1: kettlebells you'd have to be swinging to have that level
0: no. of strength. Oh, by the way we established, I don't want to, uh, I hope I'm not um, dropping you in it here, but Owl um, is the owner of not four, not five, not six, but seven, seven, seven.
1: kettlebells. Very typical of Owl to go for Some are very of small, go, go for, are a very small and for rehab and
0: prehab. Okay, mm. so would you say that you've got two the same weight?
1: I have. I have got mm, two that I, are the exact same weight. For, anyway. for arm, for individual arm work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm a, I'm a Joe Wicks guy now. I can have
1: this conversation. You then. are, aren't you? Yeah, you've changed. Yeah. Um, I, the reason I bring up the uh, water next to the uh, fire is that Dean Leister has messaged, my parents keep a bowl of water in the microwave. Always have, and I think it goes back to a warning in a user manual of the first microwave they had back in the 80s. It makes me laugh every time. I remember that. I oh, did. I remember there being a glass or a little bowl of water in microwaves, and I thought I'd dreamed it, but it oh. definitely was a thing. Now, that is like, I think there's a phenomenon I mentioned to you recently was
0: that often when thoroughbred race horses were travelling around the country, they'd take a donkey with them for company. And oh, that, yeah. to me is what the bowl of water sounds like for the, for the, for the you know the main the main attraction the food that 's being yeah. cooked is not going to be a solitary figure in there whatever happened to and i don 't have the jingle um, microwave warnings there was always stories in the paper about the man who sat next to one at the office and
1: Oh, and, yes. uh, oh yeah!
0: The right hand side of his head shrivelled and stuff. They seem to. Maybe they. I don't know if they were myths or if they were more dangerous mm-hmm. in those days. But I bet um, there's someone out there who can uh, who can tell us.
2: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
0: It's been um, it's been quite um, a big big week in our house. Because um, my eight-year-old son, after three months of the gut-wrenching stress fest that is homeschooling, mm. has, um, has returned to school. And, Congratulations. Um, oh, man. Oh, I'm so to so you all. At the end of the... I picked him up on the first day and I said, how, how did it go? I said, did you miss me? He said, I'm, I missed you, but not as a teacher,
1: <laughs> which was quite,
0: I had such, I, I honestly thought now, I'll be straight with you, I honestly thought I was going to be like Robin Williams in Dead Poet Society. I thought I was going to be this inspirational oh, You thought you were figure. going to be
2: Captain O My Captain.
0: And instead, oh. um, I, you know, I, I've, I hear him saying things like, why are you shouting at me? and stuff like that and he's thrown pencils at me and all sorts it's really been it's difficult isn't it
2: well given that you used to teach professionally frank so yeah but
0: i taught over 16s it's
1: a it's a it's a different uh different world people don't want to teach children and then And the people who really don't want to teach children in this country at the moment are teachers in state schools. (laughs) They really (laughs) don't want to.
0: Party political (laughs) (laughs) broadcast. I, um, oh, I'll tell you what. I, um, no, here's a question for you. Go on. I'll tell you what happened. Um, has got a teddy bear called Ben, which has been very much at his side during, um, lockdown and has, has been, um, uh, a slightly um, horrified witness during much of the <laughs> homeschooling. Mm. Uh, and um what sort of a bear went. bear? Is
2: Ben, by the
0: way? He's a, a, well, I don't want to call him a standard teddy bear because he's very yeah. much part of the family. But he wears a okay. t-shirt and pants.
2: A t-shirt. Okay. Oh.
0: All right. Fully dressed. Uh, and, and, um, <laughs>
2: yeah. Alan's reaction. All right.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, even in this heat, we tried to persuade Buzz to take, that he might want to take his t-shirt off in in the in the heat wave we had. Um, in, I get you; time. it's a sort
2: of Winnie the Pooh chic. It's that. No, language. it's just yeah. Yeah, it's a standard.
0: Yeah, it's a, yeah. anyway. No, listen, this is what happened. Don't judge me. Okay, judge me. Buzz went to school. I dropped him off. I I came home. Ben was sitting in the offer and I was going upstairs to do some work, and. Um I couldn't how can I put this? I couldn't completely dismiss the idea that mm. Ben would miss Buzz on his first day back. So I took him up to my room <laughs> so that he could be with me. Right. Now I wouldn't tell everyone that, but um
1: that was what I did. No. Is that um, all right? <laughs> it sounds like it's all right for you. I'm not so sure Ben would have enjoyed it given your previous behavior.
2: Well, <laughs> well I mean,
1: well, shouting at Buzz. Yeah. No,
0: well, he would and yeah, but I I I would never shout at Ben. But I really I thought I started to, you know, I don't be ridiculous and then I got one foot out the door and I thought I I just I can't live with him being down here on his own. Mm. It's a, it's a, I don't know what. To, I'd love to know what our um what our regular um I, wonder, I blame
2: read. Toy Story, you see, because yeah. I think it's become very hard since uh, that oh, franchise. To... You what, sorry?
0: I think I've always... Uh, it's never really gone away from me. Anyway, um, that's okay, the... Okay. Um, if you, can you therapy, email, us, but, um... <laughs> email us with the answer to this? Could you unflinchingly knock a nail into a random teddy bear's oh face God. and think nothing of it? <laughs> um, and you will love to email or on uh, Twitter or Instagram? I'd love to know what you guys think. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: <God. laughs> Frank Skinner Frank Skinner Absolute radio: There was another um, incident based on my child's return to school this week, and that is that I um... by the way, come on, let's get those um, would you knock a nail into a teddy bass? face um emails and things <laughs> coming in. Here. remember it's, it's not your teddy bear i'm on about a random one that you have no personal association with oh well i think that um,
1: changes things significantly yeah i, th- I think no, yeah i don't i mean how? i
0: i don't want to uh, you know don't lead the, uh, lead the witness don't knock a nail through a teddy bear's face be honest, on your own I doorstep
2: if the teddy <laughs> was doing was coming up into an adult environment i'm just saying i think it would have been appropriate to have put a a shirt on him, or some jeans, or something. I just mm. think the little crop t-shirt from the nineties with the pants—it just feels that feels a bit off to me. That's I'm yeah, just can okay. well, I, mean, okay. I just
0: say uh, to quote um, Rod Stewart, he wears it well. <laughs> so, um, is he admiring went... his curves? So yeah. So when I picked uh, Baz up from school on his on his first day back. I mean, it so happens that the Catholic churches are now open again for private worship. So I thought, well, I'll go in there and have a bit of private worship Mm. and then I'll go to school, you know, thus um, killing two birds with with one stone. And, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, as you know, let ye you is without sin. Cast the first (laughs) stone. So I went to the church and and the rules is you've got to um, sanitise your hands on the way in and on the way out. Mm-hmm. and um as i left i i pressed the plunger on the remember i was just off to pick my son off from school with all the parents queuing up um 6 feet apart and all that mm. stuff and i pressed the plunger and a, a a a a shot of um sanitizer went straight past my left hand and landed on my shorts in a place where <laughs> one would only normally associate it with some sort of um, senior <laughs> leakage <laughs> <laughs> and i had like 4 minutes to get to school the church is like 4 minutes away and i oh. i it was um it, i thought it's a hot day maybe or but this hand sanitizer is a bit more and hand sanitizer who i think wrote um, didn't he write the little match girl <laughs> anyway um i it, it it was um it was quite in evidence when i got to the school and you can't say to people actually tanned
1: sanitizer
2: well you're just drawing attention to the problem
0: exactly
1: you know so what? I, for, it was for many years i've been I'm sorry looking to call for, it the problem i've been looking for a reason for a religious faith and i think i have found it <laughs> <laughs> do you think it was a bit of a, a
0: bit of a gag yeah well, I thought you were going to say we're looking for a reason for having a, a stain there on your trousers. No, and no. That's oh. <laughs> all. Well, well, there you go. That you can use that as well. It's easily <laughs> done, you know, because you're um, some of the, those plungers. I think on hand sanitizer mm. are unpredictable at best. Yes, sometimes. Well, uh,
2: yeah, the purchase is um, very erratic. I find.
0: Oh, the Bruce purchase. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, so. And also, Weed, it's to that, do with the, it's to do with the continual <laughs> pumping. So sometimes it's like being playing a fruit machine. You don't know how many mm. people have been pumping away before, and you eat it first time, expecting a small trickle, and you get um, jackpot. <laughs> um, that's an allergy. I ended up being uh, quite pleased with. Be straight with you. <laughs>
1: Um, is is the more um, from the external environs? Well, we've been hearing from people who've heard previous shows of uh, of ours and um, and lived, and, and lived. And <laughs> um, a couple of weeks ago, you were taking one of your uh, extreme comedy viewpoints, where you. Uh, you know, your contrarian side, you said that well, you didn't believe in the concept of breaking in shoes, that if your shoes aren't comfortable when you buy yes, them... Yes,
0: that is my experience.
1: That is yeah. my, I have never broken a
0: pair of shoes. I have persevered, and all it has brought me is pain. I'd actually Oh, no, sorry, it, that's relationships.
1: I'd to <laughs> <I'd categorize laughs> it as a comedy rant that you did. Yeah, well, um, it, was, it was really true, though. Well, 813 has texted, Good morning, Frank. If you have tight shoes, you should follow Roald Dahl's advice... He put sealed bags of water in his shoes, put the shoes and water in the freezer. As the water freezes, it expands and stretches the shoes, making mm. them more comfortable to wear. Have a good day, KTG in Harvel. I don't know where Harvel wow. is, H-A-R-V-E-L. Yeah. And, but, and what about if it was a hot day as
0: so well, like some of the days we've had this this last week? Yeah. Imagine um,
1: putting on a lovely pair of loafers from the top shelf of the freezer. Be brilliant! Oh, you could be lovely. just sat in the living room and say, "I'm just going to get an ice pop and put my brogues on." Yeah.
0: Well,
2: can I'll I tell you?
1: That works though. Absolutely well, can I
2: tell you something lovely. I do which isn't related to shoes? But I think I've shared this with you before. Uh, top tips for pet owners. I do uh, freeze the old hot water bottle uh, for Raymond, my dog. And he lies across it. Lovely. That's a
1: really good idea. I'm going to do that this afternoon. There you go. I'm having that. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're allowed if it helps animal welfare. Yeah. Yeah. So does that mean that that cattle, Mm. um,
0: that they uh, expand in cold weather (laughs) Um, because they're made of leather?
2: I don't want to think about that. Please.
0: (laughs) <laughs> what about when you freeze, when you freeze beef? I appreciate Does it it's hypocritical. Okay. Um
2: Uh well that's a good point, Frank. Well I presumably
1: mean... water expands because it's a liquid going to a solid. Hmm. I don't oh, want I to get, when you old. get leather. I've had I've I've had lots of um shoe shop
0: people say to me, I said on a bit tight. And he goes, Yeah, they w they will they'll 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 get bigger though they get they, they, they get bigger those shoes. Mm. And the suggestion that leather stretches, and I'm not, I'm not sure that it, uh, that it does, anyway.
2: I mean, mm. there is a rule as well in the fashion world, which was always, you know, never buy anything with hope, <laughs> you know. And mm. I think that's a very good rule in general. Don't think I'm it going to buy this when Yorkshire. this happens. Buy it for <laughs> now, okay? Frank, we've had. No, some I of...
0: can, I can see. There's another thing that they, they often say, are they? They come up, uh, they come up quite big. Those jackets, but they'll oh. settle it. It's just lies. It's saying buy that, it doesn't? Say, too big for you, too small for you. Kill, it's crippling you. But buy it. I'll say anything if you'll just buy it. I get like four p commission, but I'm prepared to make another human being suffer to get that to scrape that together. That's the same. Oh, and do you want to buy some uh, spray for it? Some suede spray? Just leave me alone. Oh, Sorry, I can't
2: bear that. They'd always upsell the bags when you're a lady buying shoes. They'd try they try and buy you the matchy bag. What do you think I am? The late Queen Mother? No, just the oh, shoes, please. S- spray oh, for the
0: suede shoes. I mean, <laughs> comp. Who's ever done that? Who's bought that? I once uh, Scotch Guarded a cat uh, for my cat allergy. <laughs> um, didn't work. That was a joke. That was a joke. OK, don't do it at home. It's not funny. Cats are great. Be nice to them. Oh, what else? Oh, dear. Shall we leave it there? I, I, not, but, but more people upset about the teddy bear than about the cat. That would be my bet. But, I mean, I, I'm i speaking from my own personal viewpoint.
2: Well, I've, I've got some teddy bear content. which we um... Hold it back. Let's let's make it a
0: cliffhanger. OK. What's, you, um, what's uh, oh you were talking teddy bears, I think, just before the news um
2: Yeah, as texts um go, it was um quite or sort of requests for um external responses go, I should say. Um it was quite an unusual one, Frank, wasn't it, your call out?
0: Well, I just because I'd felt um sort of concern for a teddy bear this week, genuine concern. I just wondered how people relate. I, I'm talking about, you know, people that aren't um, troubled in any way.
1: Mm. It's,
0: it's how they relate to them. So, yeah, the question is could you knock a nail into a teddy bear's face without any uh, regret? But not, not a teddy bear you know, a random, what? A stranger.
2: Well, mm-hmm. Popey Joe says, um, nice friend for you, Frank. <laughs> so um, As a young girl, my parents bought me the toolbox and tools I so desperately wanted. They left me alone in the garage to come back to see I'd nailed my teddy bear to a cross. Oh, what? Like Jesus.
0: Where'd you you get a cross from as well?
2: (laughs) Presumably it was homemade out of uh, wood, I would imagine. Um, I remember... Go on. Mr MWB has got in touch via Twitter he says, uh, lorry drivers.
1: Are we moving straight on from the child who crucified a teddy bear? <laughs> okay. Yeah, you yeah. know, that whole. T- Can I tell you a story
0: about a cross? There used to be, um, I used to um, have, have an office in West London, and there was a man who walked around there carrying a cross, I mean, a full sized cross. And he was, um, you know, he was a, re- a religious man. I, I, there may have been leaflets. I can't remember. But anyway, he carried this cross everywhere. He became a local figure. And I saw him in the pub once. And he was only having a sparkling vimp. There's, there's, no, um, there's no expose on this. He was in the pub mm. having a drink. It's hard work carrying a cross about. Yeah. And, um, Tell me about it. I thought, well, where's the cross? And I saw like a wooden case. <laughs> and this cross was hinged. And it folded up into, like, a, a little wooden suitcase and he's just sitting with, there in the pub. I thought that was a great thing. What a
1: fabulous idea.
0: Yes. A uh, fold-away crucifix. You don't get too many of those. It's sorry. Probably um, not,
1: it's probably not a mass-market item, is it?
0: I, I sort of want to know what happened to the rest of Popey Joes. Oh, so, oh, sorry, I got it, I got it, I got it. <laughs> What? Uh thanks for pulling me up for that. I nearly moved straight past it. Um you'd be good in a car if you're spotting things from the window. <laughs> I um Popey Joe, I'd like to know what happened to the rest of her life because if, if, mm. if you know, a child that crucifies a teddy bear, you'd think might have a bit of a colourful um way ahead. Coming on yeah. mm. let's hope that, that wasn't the case. Um Yes.
2: I wonder. I used also, to work
0: with a guy. Actually, used to put a teddy bear on a a, 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 a record player and spin mm. it round and throw darts <laughs> at it. I'd forgotten oh. about him.
2: Well, we did I, do a text in once on this show, Frank, which was one of my favourites. Which was uh, people's odd uh, names for their childhood toys. Oh, so yeah. I'm not. I'd just like to know what Popey Joe. I mean, I don't know if the teddy was called Popey Joe. It'd be brilliant if it was, but. What happened to that, the said bear who's currently unnamed? I would like to know as well.
0: Yeah, and, and are there other teddy bears in the area who get stigmata <laughs> based <laughs> on, uh, on Popey Joe's uh,
1: teddy bear? <laughs> Did they line Maybe up it... some other teddy bears nearby, like as disciples or... <laughs> Did they start yeah, or crying t- a... <laughs> or
2: something and people came for miles to see the bear crying?
0: Well, two teddy bears, one either side of it, one of which was sympathetic, the other one was... Uh, um, <laughs> Lovely. Aggressive. in the mm. If it was Easter, to me it takes the edge off it because that could be a child mistaking it for, for decoration. Do you know what I mean?
2: Oh, I believe it was Easter.
0: Uh, well, oh, I was no. like to give a. Um, a I'm
2: sorry, prof- I should have added that in. She did mention that. I'm sorry. I've just. I seen. was
0: like, I was like to give a profoundly violent child the benefit of the day, <laughs> <laughs> Popey Joe. So uh, there you go. You're you're okay by me. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We should probably discuss something that's in the news that isn't terrible, if there is anything.
1: Well, we have various, uh, I would say, friends of the show, and um, and I think the Loch Ness monster is one of them. Uh, ironically, probably one of the less monstrous figures that are friends <laughs> of this show. <laughs> uh, but the Loch Ness monster has been has been in the news again. I saw that, uh, and I mm, I do, do wonder if it are, are we are we okay with the monster part of, what do of you the mean? Loch Ness monster? Well, we don't. We don't really know if it is monstrous. If it's just a big creature that's in look in a loch, you have were. to
2: assume when you are inhabiting that space of the mystery beast slash urban myth, there will always be a pejorative attached to your name: abominable I snowman. Just, I just wonder. Okay, yeah, this is how times, it goes.
1: These are very sensitive times. Uh, we <laughs> dropped the ninja from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I wonder if it's time to. Just start thinking that it well, won't be the I, Loch Ness
0: I creature. think monster, though, can be, you know, you, you know, like Monster Mash. I think it can... I know that is, that is monster-themed and wasn't a very good example, but it can be used as a big helping,
1: Yeah. if you know. Oh, if yeah, a, you're and right,
0: this yeah. is this is a big helping of creature.
1: Yes. I don't oh. think anyone's going to argue with that. Junk well, in the trunk, a, Loch Ness monster, I'll say. There's been a new photograph um, of the... Obviously, the sceptics are going to say, but it's not that new. This photograph was taken a while ago, but now the uh, photographer, Steve Chalice, has only just uh, brought it into the public domain. Um, oh, what, what, is there an explanation for that, for the delay? Apparently, didn't didn't really take that much attention of the photograph, and then during lockdown has been looking through old pictures. Lockdown. And
0: thought, I like lockdown. Oh, <laughs> he, looks his, yeah, he looks at his pictures of
1: locks. The Loch Ness Monster looks
2: like Bob Down, maybe, in a <laughs> safari jacket.
1: Well, But it, it it's looks an like, odd like a thing, big fish, it?
0: doesn't it? The odd hmm? thing about it is that... Um, not looking at your pictures is, is, is something that doesn't really happen. And I mean, are we to imagine this guy? What's his What's his name? The title? Steve Charles. Steve, Steve Charles. One of yours. Steve Chalice. Are we to imagine him in a dark room with like a clothesline <laughs> with wet <laughs> photographs on pegs hanging up, or him just moving one around in a tray? a wet tray and going, hey, hold on a minute. Is that what's happened? I mean, he's he that always, kind of... Um,
2: they'd always use the tongs as well in the films, oh, wouldn't they? And then you'd man. get the music swelling and then you'd see the image revealed in the, in the plastic... Uh... Of course,
0: the most, um, the most famous one is what's known as the surgeon's photograph from 1934. Probably the yeah. picture we've all seen. Yes.
2: Oh, yes. And
0: uh, I read about that, and Mm. the surgeon who took that photograph... What kind of surgeon was he? Well, he was actually a gynaecologist and not a surgeon at all, but in 1934 they couldn't think of any way of phrasing that in the paper that that didn't make the um, Loch Ness Monster seem guilty by association. They were still fine with calling it a monster, though. How oh, they're well, all right with that, but stands. they will not. They will not call. Uh, they call the gynaecology uh, so person. Did, a did he
2: take the picture? The gynaecologist. Um, did hmm. he take the picture of the one where he essentially looks like a brontosaurus? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Okay.
0: There's theories. It was uh, someone told me it was uh, that if you examined, it was examined very closely in the 60s or something, and uh, they believed it to be an elephant's trunk, and I thought, well. That's one of those explanations <laughs> that you can't just say, "Oh, well, that's that uh, cleared up." <laughs> oh, yeah, those those uh, water lock. elephants that live in the uh, <laughs> live in the Highlands of Scotland, don't oh, you? Yeah. I know, I know those. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So we we were discussing a a, a relatively recent sighting of the. Um, the Loch Ness monster, a creature
1: inclined to keep a low profile. I think it's uh Oh I'd, fair, I'd to say. I'd, I'd actually think it could perhaps be renamed the Loch Ness recluse. Yeah.
0: Mm. What um Well he's obeying lockdown, question. the
2: old lo- Loch Ness,
0: I would yeah. expect, you know. I have Monster. I've been to Loch Ness. It's very uh, a couple of times. It's very uh, beautiful place. Mm-hmm. Is there I tell you what I wish I'd checked Is there CCTV at Loch Ness? Because you would think, if there was CCTV anywhere in uh, in Britain, it ought to be there. That that is a way of really clearing stuff up, isn't it? You're right. Mm. Any, I'd love to. If anyone, um, any of our readers, now there might be people who live nearby. I'd love to know if there's uh, CCTV at Loch Ness. Um, You can't text us today, by the way, but there's all the other methods. And uh, security lights, they need, don't they? Oh, so if yeah. it comes yes. up above the surface, the lights come on. Preferably Some of those
1: motion sensor ones. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Preferably the light would be like a, a like graph like a grid like graph <laughs> paper, <laughs> mm. so you could sort of get a good measurement. Maybe with a fifty pence piece in one corner. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the pro- see that I I had a look at this current picture of the uh, of, oh did you of, see, the chalice picture. Yeah, and it's—I mean—is You would imagine, wouldn't you, that there was some technical method for mm. telling the size of something from a from a photo nowadays?
2: Well, wow. yeah, okay, no, no, <laughs> but no, that's I'm, there is, I wouldn't try uh, that. <laughs> um, but um, let me fried. give you.
0: Can I give you a par example? In yeah. Thunderbirds you'd get uh, a major explosion, or sometimes you get it in Doctor Who. In in Doctor Who there's a better example because it's real life. Um, It's not real life, I know that. I know it's not real life. Um, But it's people, and then in the old days on Classic Who, they would use models if, if, say, a building was going to get blown up. And even though the models were brilliant, there's something about flame, small flame doesn't look like big flame. Do you know what Mm, I mean?
2: Yes, it doesn't
0: have all the multiple tongues of the complexity, yeah. And also water, small water never looks like big water, no matter what you do with it. It, it, uh, so it. That's the two things. And obviously, when you're blowing up um, submarines and stuff like that, then that those Mm. two things are going to uh, crop up. I'll tell you something I'd like to. While we're on that, I'm sorry Mm. I'm uh, going on, but. I always used to go on about the fact in Thunderbirds and, um, and maybe in Stingray as well that you get sometimes get a close-up of a control panel and a hand would come in and adjust the switch. And it always looked to me like it was a real hand with like a plastic glove on that someone, maybe Sylvia Anderson, reaching in and then they cut that in. But I, I have no evidence that that was... Oh um, that was the case uh, and I'd <laughs> love to know if anyone here maybe a member of um, do you know what the name either of you know the name of the Jerry Anderson fan club
2: oh oh please please let me not know this <laughs> it's a good uh, one there.
0: <laughs> they're called Fanderson oh come oh, on that's good and if there's any Fanderson members, please tell me, did they really have a proper person in, put a, with a plastic glove on reaching into the console yes. in Gerry uh, in, uh, yes. Anderson? Extremely specific question. Next question um, for
2: those people. When are you moving out of your uh, family home?
0: <laughs> oh, st- st- <laughs> that's kind of and Surely isn't allowed anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Frank Skinner. Gonna-
0: Uh, we were talking about the uh, recent sighting of the Loch Ness Monster, recent photo. You, uh, so what do you make of the photograph, guys? Is it uh,
1: convincing? Well, I, uh, I will just quote from the article I read, mm. if real, the best picture ever of all the sightings. Yeah. Um, mm. I would gently suggest that if is doing a lot of work in that sentence for this <laughs> article. <laughs> Maybe. I tell you what, it's a bit more purple. Than I
0: expected it to be. You think a, um, a bit more... I always thought green, yeah. yeah. It's a bit think, more
2: self-evidently a fish than I expected it to be. Well, I yeah. think
0: the idea is it's got one part of its back, you know. Oh, the, come the, on. Well, look, I'm, you know, I'm just trying to give it the benefit <laughs> of the doubt here. <laughs> People are saying also, it
1: might be a sturgeon.
0: Oh, well, they always yeah. say that. Yeah. Sturgeons, honestly, they get blamed for everything.
2: <laughs> well, he did Tell say it. um Steve poisoned Chalice. Yeah. Um he says um now I he says um I have to say it is a very he said in my opinion and I'm no expert I think it's a large fish. I mean thanks uh, Colombo, we'll take it from there. <laughs> I think we can work out it's a large fish. Come on.
0: There Frank. there's <laughs> been um I look I don't know Steve Chalice and i um I'm betting he's a nice guy, but yeah. uh, there was su- there's been suggestions inevitably that this was uh, photoshopped. Yeah, mm. oh. uh, do you? <laughs> did you lost disgusted? Look- really? No, disgusted. I. I mean, to be fair, I think what started people suspicious is in one of the pictures it's got its arm around Prince Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> God. Um, no, I, I'm I am very rubbish at spotting. Uh, to me, it looks like it could be Barney the dinosaur just going down for. Uh, yeah. It's got that purple thing, but it could be a curved back. Um, I know it's a bit fishy looking. I mean, fishy when in you, the... When no, you say a Photoshop, fishy.
2: what has the uh, Loch Ness monster? Has Nessie been piling on the pounds a bit? <laughs> Well, what, oh, wants people God. to think he's got a small waist. I, mean, I, don't I don't think, think he's been.
1: I think he's been He's a monster. Now we're body <laughs> shaming her. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's a her now, is it?
2: Oh, is it a lady? Oh. <laughs> um,
0: I don't know. I, I don't know. Was do, any? I saw a, a. Well, I heard a documentary sort of discussion thing about Loch monster, mm. on, um, on Radio Four, and. Uh, they were talking about various, um, you know, it, it could be uh, obviously a sturgeon came up and an mm. iguana don. that's, uh, and one bloke said, it's in, um, um, Charles, you've written a book with your own theory. Of, he said, yes, I believe that the Loch Ness Monster is a ghost. And I thought, <laughs> well, you've got, what you've done? You've over egged the myth. You I mean, we're trying to come, we're trying to pull it this way into the into the reality. You're pulling it even further out of our reach, you fool. It's like
2: we're suspending a fair amount of disbelief, as it is. Come on. Exactly, mate. but no He doubtless has a fleece top and a ponytail of some
0: description. And well I couldn't ask it was on the radio. He sounded like an older guy. But apparently, he wrote a whole book. You know, when people get a book published, you think, "Wow, they got yeah. a book published." They went to the. They said, here's, "Here's my premise: the Loch Ness Monster is a ghost." And they said, "Yeah, what? What? What could you do for forty thousand words or four hundred that? No, no, I've already written uh, three hundred eight thousand I'll bring it in, and that's okay. So, um, so it could be. It, it's possible. Yeah. It could be a ghost. Um, our thoughts are with its family." <laughs>
2: While we're on the subject of Nessie, I'd like to ask you both, what do you think, because there's a detail, and this is a common trope, isn't it? This people revelations on the deathbed. And there is one story surrounding this, which says that one of the hoaxers revealed on his deathbed, that it was a hoax. Mm. And What I have to ask you is, would you make a revelation that you lied on your deathbed? Because presumably the last thing you're going to see is angry faces <laughs> and someone saying, liar, and that's it. So, yeah. what you do you f- feel about deathbed revelations? Uh, oh, that I question it, to if, Frank Skinner.
0: I think if it's a lot less monster based um, <laughs> confession, more likely the response you're going to get as you slip away. No, you don't <laughs> sigh. Like, you're dying in a wave of sarcasm. Do you really want to go there? No you, no, you didn't say the lot less. Well,
1: that's a possibility that none of us have ever considered, George. <laughs> that or surely just disappointment from the people around you who are thinking hang on, that's what you want to go out on? Discussing <laughs> yeah. the Loch Ness Monster? <laughs> exactly. That's what you might,
2: I mean, you might have the last thing you hear might be, oh, grow up. Oh, for God's sake, that's got to hurt.
0: <laughs> yeah, when you're waiting to find out where he hid those, that, those gold coins that he had and then he comes up with his stupid Loch Ness Monster thing that no one ever believed anyway. What a fool. And it didn't have a Tamashanter and a a uh, uh, tartan scarf on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't have to rethink my whole image the, of it. The George. big reveal. <laughs> oh
2: dear. Frank, we've been uh, we've had people getting in touch reg- today regarding uh, teddy bears because we've oh, yes. uh, tweeted out a couple of um, things. We've had uh, Lucille Ostero. I who love says, that.
0: Oh, I love that name, Lucille.
2: So do nice. I. Mm. Um. I can't, lucille says i can't even bite into a peach as the skin reminds me of a teddy bear i oh, have to cut it that's into moldy waters.
0: you'll find that's moldy don't bite <laughs> yeah. into that is it a blue <laughs> teddy bear you uh you're thinking of <laughs> <laughs> smells really bad oh wow yeah no, i'm all right. i can bite into a peach I'm okay. and then
2: um a lovely lady called Lither art says um I cried hysterically. She's in agreement with you, Frank. I cried hysterically watching my old sofa go into recycling. And I apologetically kiss and pat my kids' stuffed animals if they ever get too rough with them.
0: There you go. I I mean, I know on one level it's ludicrous. But like I say, I've I've found this week that um, it's very hard to separate them from some sort of anthropomorphic yearning absolute radio <laughs> where real animals matter and, and so do false ones what about that we've um, also had from Claire Frank oh, yeah.
2: who was you were talking about work you've come across that you did uh, in your formative years Claire yeah. says I bought an old diary from a car boot sale Thought it was just stole plain it, stole or it, empty stole it
0: on the tube. Stole it for someone's <laughs> open bag on the tube. But but I'm just I'm, I'm just translating. Carry on.
2: <laughs> but got it home to discover a lady had written her diet in it from the 1960s. Wow! She includes eating a lot of grapefruit, black coffee, and dry toast.
0: Sounds, Sounds Twiggy. Twiggy's <laughs> <20's> diary. <laughs> grapefruit. I see it odd. Uh, I hadn't noticed, but grapefruit no, sounds so yesterday as a yeah. sort of a health food thing. Oh, gra- I just have grapefruit for my. People used to put a glass cherry sure. in the middle of it, and sometimes like
2: 50- uh, a tablespoonful of
0: sugar. Exactly, <laughs> Glass cherry is basically sugar. I mean, what were they up to? Anyway, thank you so much for listening uh, to us today. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now, um, operate carefully.